0: Hey, I'm Curious City reporter Monica Eng. Last week, Mayor Lori Lightfoot announced something historic. We are establishing a lead service line replacement program. Today, our city's legacy lead service lines affect nearly 400,000, primarily single family and two flat homes. Yep, a plan to start removing the city's toxic lead service lines. These are the pipes that connect our faucets to the water main in the street. You may have heard me mention these figures once or twice before, but there's a good reason. According to city officials, about 80% of Chicago homes are hooked up to these lead pipes, which makes Chicago the city with the highest counted inventory of lead pipes in the country. This is a huge problem. Because even at low doses, lead can hurt kids' brains, causing issues with attention, IQ, and violence. It can also cause heart disease in adults. And Curious City listeners wanted to know how the heck this happened, and why we still have more lead water lines than anyone else. I answered this two years ago, and with recent news, I figured it was a good time to go back to it for some context, but also to tell you what the mayor's plan might mean for you. To start, I had to go back to the mid-1800s, when Chicago was doing what most American cities were doing, using a lot of this wonder material called lead. When we built our cities, we put it into everything. That's Columbia University public health professor David Rosner, We put it into our walls, we put it into our plumbing, we put it into our fixtures, we put it into our sewage systems. Rosner wrote a book called Lead Wars. He says plumbers loved lead pipes because they were durable and easy to bend. Plus, only licensed plumbers could install them. And at the time, people didn't think lead was that bad for you. By the early part of the 20th century, things changed. Scientists published articles about the health risks from lead. Here's lead researcher Richard Rabin. There were just too many voices out there among the public health people saying this is a bad idea. And there were a number of of catastrophes of, of towns and cities where... A lot of people were lead poisoned. So by the 1950s, lots of big cities like Milwaukee, Detroit, Boston, and Philadelphia stopped installing lead water pipes. And by 1960, even New York stopped using them. But not Chicago. In fact, for the next 26 years, the city would require every Chicago home to be hooked up to the water main with a service line made out of 100% lead. How come... Well, in the 50s and 60s, Chicago was ruled by Mayor Richard J. Daley. But he got a lot of help from his boyhood friend Stephen M. Bailey. Bailey was head of the Chicago Plumbers Union. But maybe more important, he also was the vice president of the Chicago Federation of Labor. There, he had a lot of influence. Over about a half a million loyal Democratic voters, essential to Daley's machine. Mayor Daley never forgot his boyhood friend, And his boyhood friend never forgot him when it came to the elections. This is retired Chicago journalist John McHugh, who wrote a history of the Chicago Plumbers Union. They probably were the most powerful union in Chicago, despite the fact they may have been one of the smallest. This power showed itself in guaranteed pay rates for trade union workers, and labor contracts with the city famously sealed with a handshake. The mayor celebrated his bond with labor in this 1972 speech. We can safely say that the Democratic Party and the representatives of labor had their great honeymoon years ago, were married, and there was always a great associationship on the objectives of both organizations. As long as I've been mayor of the great city of Chicago, the labor forces in this city have helped me tremendously, have helped the city tremendously. And the Plumbers Union also got some help. Under Daly, the building code required those lead lines, lines only a licensed plumber could install. And that lasted an astonishingly long time. Here's Virginia Tech lead researcher Mark Edwards. Most municipalities stopped using lead service lines in the 1940s or 50s, but... Chicago was an anomaly in that they kept installing 100 percent lead service lines up through the lead ban in 1986. This longevity is a testament to the clout of the Plumbers Union, which held on to its power for decades after Mayor Richard J. Daly died. In fact, in the mid 80s, Mayor Harold Washington tried to ban lead pipes in favor of plastic pipes. But the Plumbers Union and their allies stopped him. Obviously, it was in their best financial interest to stay with lead pipes and soldering because it takes a skilled plumber. That's retired Tribune environmental reporter Casey Bucro, who covered the issue at the time. But he notes that not even Chicago's Plumbers Union, who wouldn't talk to me for this story, could stop a federal ban on lead pipes that passed later in 1986. By that time, though, the damage was done. Chicago had amassed hundreds of thousands of lead lines under Mayors Richard J. Daley, Michael Blandick, Jane Byrne, and Harold Washington. But their successor, Richard M. Daley, wasn't much better. In 1994, Consumer Reports magazine called Chicago's water the most lead-contaminated of all the cities it tested. Daly's Water Department brushed it off, saying it passed the tests required by the federal lead and copper rule. But the Environmental Protection Agency and scientists like Mark Edwards agree that rule misses the real lead content in Chicago's water. Meeting the very weak lead and copper rule, it should not comfort anybody. But it did comfort a long line of Chicago mayors who used these weak standards to keep ignoring the problem. That is, until now. It is way past time for us as a city to address this issue, which is why we are taking these necessary first steps today. That's Mayor Lori Lightfoot. And the first part of her plan to address the lead problem has three parts. First, to give low income residents with high lead the chance to apply for free pipe replacements. Second, next year the city will waive some permit fees for people who want to pay to replace their lines. And third, the city will try a one block pilot program to finally do what health advocates have been pushing for for years that's, replace the lead lines at the same time the city's digging up the streets to put in new water mains. This is expected to give the city a better idea of how much the multi decade process is going to cost. Right now, they're thinking around $8.5 billion, with a B, dollars. So what can you do while you wait for the plan to kick in? One, get a filter certified to reduce lead. We have a link to a list of them at wbez.org CuriousCity. Two, call 311 to get a free test kit. Three, the city says to flush your water for five minutes before consuming even a drop every morning. If you're worried about wasting water, use those five minutes to wash the dishes or take a shower. The mayor has admitted that most of the money for this program, well, it still doesn't exist. But at least she's willing to start, which no other Chicago mayor has ever done. It felt great. It felt great to see that. And, you know, God bless the mayor for that, you know, for having the courage to do that. That's retired water expert for the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency, Miguel del Toro. He's been working on this issue for years, and he hopes that this announcement will make people realize that lead in the water? It is a problem. And maybe more people will take it seriously and use filters, use precautions. Whereas before, people saying, "Oh, well, this is not an issue. Don't worry about lead in water. People don't protect themselves. The mayor's office says it'll start taking applications for free removals near the end of the year. Oh, and one more thing. For the past few weeks, we've been highlighting the experiences of students and teachers navigating the very different reality of back-to-school this year. Teachers like Emily Beagle, who works in the Career and Technical Education Department at the Thornton Fractional North High School in Calumet City. I am super grateful to be able to teach from home, to keep myself and my family safe, and to also keep our students safe. But man, is this a different experience. Um, Some pros, I really love having the names in front of the kids at all times. I am usually really fast with learning kids' names, um, but this lets me use their names right from the beginning. And I think that's important in establishing a relationship with students. The only um, hard part right now is that um, my classes have been Zoom-bombed twice. Um, each time with really vulgar language and that is just something new (laughs) to deal with with classroom management. I will just continue to try new strategies and um, use new tactics uh, to protect the learning space until um, these jokers get bored and really just stop trying to disrupt learning for the kids that want to be there. And even with all the things teachers like Emily Beagle are doing to keep kids engaged online, we know a lot of students miss the social experience of school. And if I'm honest, it was kind of a big part for me as a zillion years ago. You know, playing at recess, developing crushes, and making new friends. So what's it like for kids today who only see their classmates over a screen? How are they making new friends? Leave us a voicemail at 888-789-7752 or email us a voicemail at CuriousCity at WBEZ.org. Let us know how you or the students in your life are adapting or using creative ways to stay engaged with each other. You might just be featured on our podcast. Curious City is supported by the Conant Family Foundation. I'm Monica Eng. Sometimes you just need a quick overview of the news. Meantime, it was chaos today at the Chicago City Council. A Chicago cop with a controversial past is running for judge. Other times you're looking for a deeper understanding of what's going on in the city. Wow, that's so, no one has asked me that question. The Rundown Podcast has all of that and it's Chicago-based, so you know what's up in your neighborhood and across town. Listen to The Rundown wherever you get your podcasts or at wbez.org slash rundown.